0: Nope. Yep. Yeah. This is Choices no. by E40 Golden State Warriors yeah. remix. If you thought a no. Laker fan was gonna come in here and pick the Celtics, yeah. you're crazy. I'm letting this rock. E40's no.
1: a legend. Thank you for tuning in. Yep. Yeah. Did it happen in one day? Nope. Came a long way? Yeah. Never know what kind of angle. Nope. Crossover break your ankle. Yeah. Slap you with the rock? Nope. Steph Curry with the shot? Yep. Yeah. Suckers No Splash Brothers Yep Ain't no stopping Nope Clay Thompson Yep Under pressure is he choking Nope Do it big like Bunkett Yep Never let him tell us that we can't Nope Go hard like Barnes in the paint Yep Never ever slow enough to pace Nope Shoot a three-pointer in his face Yep Everybody say Warriors Warriors Everybody say Warriors Warriors Everybody say Warriors
0: This rock, thank you for tuning in. Episode
1: 150. No, no, no. I'm money, yeah, yeah. And I ain't gotta sell my soul. No, no, no. I'm stay money, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you hate, you ain't like me. No, no, I'm stay money, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care if you don't like me. No, no, no. I'm stay money, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we panic? Do we flinch? No. Come hard off the pinch.
0: pitch? Yeah. <sighs> you guys like that song?
2: Uh, it appears the
0: Lakers fan did. I liked it, too. Yeah. I fuck with Clay. That's a classic dude. I uh, love Clay. Al, we've been wanting Clay on this pod for three years. Don't even act like that. It ain't love for Clay and and Steph. And you love Draymond. Like, stop. I can already tell what direction you're going to go in just to fucking be the the nuisance. But, nah. Governor nuisance?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how much I paid for gas this morning? What'd you pay ninety two fifty seven for a Kia Optima twenty sixteen?
0: I was barely below half a tank, and it was fifty three dollars. I went to Holiday five eighty nine a gallon, cheapest I could find it. Besides like gas for less, and it was like eighty seven dollars for fourteen gallons. I wasn't like my light just came on. It wasn't like I was running on me. i I'm like it is going to be a hundred dollar fill up in July. Oh, I'm doing that shack method. It didn't get below three quarters of a That's tank. That's not now. a real method. I'm doing it. You don't save money that way. It feels like it. I The people that go and just get like $20 at a time, like you're going to spend the same. I don't like going to the gas station. I don't like that shit. So I go, I just fill that bitch up if it, it and it's going to fucking hurt. But I don't know, man. $20 every time. I just, and $20 gets like three gallons now. If you're lucky. Go- Governor Newsom. I'm in a silly-ass mood, man. Welcome to episode 150 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield, and I'm here today with a couple of my nearest and dearest friends. Alec White is to my right, George Torres, straight across from me. Gentlemen, how are you guys doing today? Doing good. June 1st. Summer is here.
2: Here comes that fucking 115 degree weather to mix in with those gas prices. You know what? Which, for us fluffy boys, that's not the time of year. No. That's the time of year where I sit inside all day. Yeah. Well, you do that anyway. Well, yeah, but... (laughs) If I'm not at the lake or at work, I'm inside. Yeah. (laughs) Ain't nowhere else. That's
0: true. That's true. George, how are you, man?
3: I'm doing good. You know, um, always good to meet with the boys and get some grubbing afterwards.
0: I like that. Mm. Going to joy Mike. Shout out to joy uh, Getting a new ad on here pretty soon. Getting a new ad for another company that mm. I will be announcing here in just a minute. Uh, but real quick, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to all the Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud listeners and the YouTube viewers as well. Thank you guys very much. I don't know if I'm like way off on the camera shot. It's all good though. Um... Where am I on my script? I uh, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. 150 episodes just started getting the YouTube going. So I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you guys for always joining me on this shit. I'm not gonna get too sentimental because that's only episode 150. but um, before we get into the fact that it is episode 150, and I have a couple things to announce, I want to give a special shout out and thank you to Black Rose Coffee and Tea. They are celebrating their four-year anniversary of being open today. They opened June 1st, 2018. Um, so shout out to Tori, Cassidy, Gabby, all them over there. Um, everyone else that works there. Appreciate you guys very much being nice to me and my dogs and I've never had a bad drink there. So appreciate you guys very much. And now a word from them. This episode of the Blake Mayfield podcast is brought to you by black rose coffee and tea. Are you starting a brand new diet and want something organic and delicious? Want to support a locally owned and operated family business? Have you ever tried peanut butter in your coffee? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then you should try out Black Rose Coffee and Tea. At Black Rose Coffee and Tea, you'll find all sorts of pairings you won't find anywhere else, such as the white chocolate and peanut butter blend called the Ecstasy, organic on-tap kombucha, and the chance to make your furry best friend Instagram famous through their at-dogs-of-Black-Rose page. Visit Black Rose Coffee and Tea at 9539 Old Oregon Trail in Redding, California, open seven days a week. Bring the kids, dogs, or whoever you hold near and dear to you and rethink the way you coffee today. And without further ado, let's get into it, man. So it is episode 150. We celebrated episode 100 last August. Um, The fact that it's been 50 episodes ever since then is... A lot. I mean, it's only 52 weeks out of the year, so it shows that there's a lot going on. Um, You guys are obviously like a huge part of that, always showing up and whatnot, so thank you guys. Um, And all the guests as well. I I appreciate you guys very much. I don't want to drag this out too long. We only have a couple hours here tonight, and there's a lot to get to. Um, But this is kind of a milestone kind of sort of thing. I like the number 150. I do feel like the next big, big pod will be... 500 like I know 200 and 300 are on the way but just nothing is like 100 and 500 those are the two and then a thousand like those are the three numbers to me that you really big milestone big you know what I mean like when Kobe passed Jordan like you don't celebrate till you do something like that so when LeBron passed Jordan (laughs) they try to turn this shit into the office (laughs) Um, but it is episode 150 and we have a brand new sponsorship here on the Blake Mayfield pod rebel fit company Shout out to Jeremy Johnson, CEO and founder. Thank you very much. He agreed to, right after the pod we did last week, be the third sponsor of this podcast. That is our third sponsor we have gotten this year alone. Um, so I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful that these companies literally put like their, in a way, their reputation on the line because I come in here and say a lot of crazy shit. You guys are more reserved than I am and I ask guests some wild shit. So the fact that these local businesses, which is another big thing, local businesses are willing to help out the community, help out just some kid like me that like grew up with those people and is willing to, you know, whether it's free stuff or, 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 or getting paid or whatever it is, like they're always willing to say yes and do it. So rebel fit company. Thank you very much. We will have a brand new ad recorded for them here in the next week or two. Uh, I want to just make sure it's right. Kind of like the black rose ad um, and do it justice. But rebel fit will be a sponsor of this podcast for the rest of 2022. So that's what we got there. Also this podcast I said a big milestone listenership wise. This happened about two weeks ago. George and I were having a meeting and I realized that we had passed 25,000 all-time listeners. So if this is the right one, we're going to do a round of applause. I absolutely love it. Thank you guys very much. All the listeners, Um, anyone that shares this stuff, anyone that goes on Instagram and talks good about it, talks shit about it, whatever it is, it has all helped. Uh, 25,000 may not seem like a lot. I'm aware that it's not a lot, but for being just a local thing, only working in the Shasta County area. Um, I do appreciate you guys very much. So I didn't really come in here with like a big planned script. I didn't come in here trying to brag and, 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 and do, do the grandiose thing. I just kind of want to say thank you. And um, the best is yet to come. I mean, honestly, I feel like the podcast gets better literally each episode. Um, I feel like people are starting to kind of become more aware of it. They're starting to let us know they like it um, or they don't like it, which is fine as well. Um, but I appreciate you guys very much. Anyone that's ever tuned in on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, fucking Overcast, the, the, you know, those other um, apps that are, you know, Anchor by Spotify, all the other apps that are out there, you can stream stuff wherever you have streamed this, even if it's once. Thank you very much. Uh, found out today that our first listener from South Africa. Uh, listens to the podcast. Uh, the, the first time we've had a South African listener, I, sh- I should say, um, happened, I think, on the last episode that we did, uh, the Kendrick Lamar album review, which makes sense. Kendrick is a, is a very uh, widespread artist, if you will. So um, shout out to South Africa, Canada, uh, Austria, Australia, all the – Mexico, U.S. Shout out to all you guys, even if it's just one person, even if you just passed through for a few minutes. I do appreciate it very much. I want to get your guys' reaction. You guys have done – honestly – Al, you've probably been here for about 65, 70 episodes. George probably about 40, 50 at this point. You've been here since the very start. It was honest to God, you and Steve's idea. And I just went out and bought the shit. And then I was like, I want to do something besides sports and it's grown into what it's grown into. But three and a half years later, Al, like I don't know what the, I don't know if it's like, oh, are you happy for me? But like, are you happy for the podcast? Are you happy people listen to it? Like what what are your thoughts if you even
2: have any? Yeah, I mean, it's been really cool to watch it grow. I mean, it all started on a on a rainy uh, a rainy night in my garage at my old house
0: february 27th mm-hmm. 2019 yeah
2: so it's it's been uh it's been really cool to watch this thing grow and uh it's a, like you said the best is yet to come there's going to be a lot more listeners a lot more episodes so it's going to be really
0: cool to see where this thing goes and the NFL season coming up is going to be big yeah cuz i mean the last couple we've been like oh you know rams are stacked bucks are stacked chiefs are stacked but this one's like Dude, the Dolphins could, like, make the AFC title game if two mm-hmm. of I mean, It shows. It's just one of those seasons. Um, so you guys already know how we give it up in the fall. Uh, you know, if the business stuff slows down again like it did last year as far as business owner podcasts or whatever, we will always be here at least once a week for football. So I like that it's just like that reliability thing that we have. And thank you guys for always fucking, you know what I mean, through life. You know, life happens, whether it's stuff with girlfriends, stuff with cars, stuff with moving. Uh, you've had a busy last couple of weeks. I mean, yeah. you got literally a new car and a new place to live. So, you know. Um, even though it may not happen hundred percent of the time, the fact that you guys come through nine times out of 10, you know, I, I do appreciate it very much. So George, you hustle this thing with me. We go to the bars and drunkenly tell people about this shit. We gave out business cards, uh, before the pod, me and you were having a, a fucking bitch fit about where the camera should go. Uh, Kobe and Shaq type stuff. Uh, we both want the same thing. We just approach it differently. That's how I view it. Um, but you were the first person to really sit there and hustle the podcast with me and, What are your thoughts on twenty five thousand all time listeners, episode one
3: fifty? It's crazy seeing the growth. It's crazy, um, just being a part of it. Uh, Every little thing adds up to you know a bigger picture, and just we you know we see it grow, and I hope the listeners see it grow. And if they don't see it, it's it was never their vision. They Mm. don't see it. It was never their vision. So Mm. we see it grow, and then eventually, you'll see us, for sure. Hear us. I'm Kevin Durant. (laughs)
0: Y'all know who who got next. Hey, if you guys don't know who got next, you should probably know who got next by now. Um, One last thing on this. uh, Something that I've been thinking about a lot. I just really wish this town supported each other a little more in like different fields people enjoy whether it's sports whether it's music I hear it from a lot of the artists around here I think that's why they kind of come up to this platform in particular is because um I, I'm someone that's done it before and I'm someone that kind of understands the no love factor um even from people in your own group sometimes but I hope all the podcasters here Shasta County North State on on the coast uh, you know I, I'm, I'm not aware of anyone on the coast but I'm sure someone in Humboldt does some somewhere. Um, I, I wish you guys success. And I think that if any of us pop this thing off, whether it's me, whether it's anyone else, I hope it benefits all of us. And I think all of us will get paid and will get recognized as soon as someone does it. And I just feel like that's kind of where we're at. It's, it's everything's bubbling under the surface. I feel like people in Sacramento are getting kind of aware. Next stop is Bay Area. And then, you know, we can work on Southern California and working our way across the across the country. But, you know, as of right now, I'm, I'm happy with where this podcast is at. I'm cool with getting... Local business owners, cool with having my friends on. I'm cool with just, you know, local politicians. We have another episode coming Friday. I'm super excited about. I cannot believe we are landing this person four days before they are up for a local election. I, I personally think that's a big deal, um, and I'm very excited to have that person on. I uh, don't want to reveal anything about that yet, but anyway, I'm very grateful for you guys. Like I said, I don't want to drag this out. We're 13 minutes in, but it's June 1st, so shout to Black Rose for your anniversary for them. Um... I'm trying to think of, man, like, there was some June 1st anniversary that I'm like, I'm blanking on right now. Oh, it's five years since I graduated high school today. That's what it is. June 1st, 2017. So just a lot of shit, man. June 1st is just one of those days for me. Um, it's, it's it's a good day. It's a good anniversary when it comes around. And um, June's my favorite month out of the year. We get the NBA Finals, which we'll get to in just a second. Uh, summer kicks off. And then, unfortunately, after the NBA Finals, we have no sports for three months. But- like baseball. <clears throat> I don't watch that shit. I don't watch that shit, especially if the Giants aren't good. It's like, it's just, nah. Um, I do want to go to a game. I would love to go to a game, and we got to figure that out. But um, anyway, I think that's all I got. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to the listeners. If you guys stream this, I know I listen back to this, and I I obsess over the podcast. And um, it's like that speech that Drake gave. And, of course, I find a way to bring up fucking Aubrey. But it's like the speech that Drake gave when he won Billboard Artist of the Decade where he's like, the amount of anxiety and the amount of, motivation I need to keep going and basically kind of outdo y'all is what he was saying is, is uncanny. He's like the amount of nights I stayed up late because you guys had dope records and hit records. The amount of time I spent dissecting my own work before you guys ever even heard it, um, is unmatched. And it's, you know, part of the process. And that's how I feel about this thing. I know Al, you listen back to all the episodes we do. I've listened back to every single one I've ever done. There's been some that are great. There's been some that are mid and there's been some that have been fucking awful. Um, but that's how it goes. So anyway, episode 150, not going to get anything else from me until episode 200, which will probably come next year at this point. So thank you guys very much. 25,000 all-time listeners. One more round of applause. I love it. I love it. Also, just getting the new equipment, like the fact that we can have like the Fireside room and like we have the Roadcaster Pro, like listening back to podcasts, even from last year where we had the Yeti. And all three of us shared a mic, which people didn't, people did not know that people did not know that. Um, even when we had like, even when Nazi Javid came here, one microphone, like there have been some hard hitting people that have come here that they tweak right along with us. They, 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 they are right along with us. you know, one mic, three mics, whatever it is. Um, so anyway, thank you guys. Appreciate it very much. Let's get into the NBA finals, man. The Boston Celtics and Golden State Warriors are playing in the NBA Finals. It is the first time these teams have faced each other in the NBA Finals since 1974. Celtics won that series, I believe, four games to three. The Warriors won the title in '75, and then in '75, excuse me, and then did not win again until 2015, which we all know what happened then. Present day, 2022. Al, I'm gonna throw it to you. You had Celtics Warriors at the beginning of the playoffs and the finals. Any surprise these two teams are in it?
2: I mean, I don't think so. I think that. And as far as the West goes, the Warriors were the were the best team in my opinion. They were the most experienced. Um, not the Suns. I I always you know how I feel about Chris Paul. I don't believe I'm not a Chris Paul guy, when, especially when it comes to playoffs. I can't stand Chris Paul. I, I can't stand the Suns. That's how I felt about Chris Paul ever since he was on the Clippers. Like since he first got there, he's always hurt or he doesn't show up in the playoffs. It's one of the two or every both. time. Yeah, yeah. Which this year it was both. Yep. Um. So I had the Warriors all the way. I didn't even think that I honestly didn't think the Suns would have even went six with them uh <laughs> why is it
3: funny that i'm sipping my tea your robot tea i mean at least refreshing <laughs> go ahead al <laughs> it was al's <laughs> segment go ahead
2: man uh and then in the east i mean the east i feel was a little bit more of a toss-up you had the celtics you had i mean the heat who were just a fucking team of dogs honestly you had the nets you had the bucks i mean just a lot of teams <laughs> in the, the east nets. that, that could have made it to the finals uh I don't, I don't think it's a surprise. I mean, obviously not because i that's who I picked to be in it.
0: But uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be fun to watch. George, we got Celtics Warriors. Any surprise that these two teams are in the finals? You had Nets and uh, Suns.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm so used to uh, super teams making it. I think uh, either the NBA isn't rigged or, or the game's changed.
0: Warriors are a super team. I'm not going to make a case of Celtics I'm not surprised.
3: I'm not surprised with Warriors. I, I always thought the Celtics would be like that team. That, like the Raptors. Like, she never could make it.
0: Just always good. But then they'll add like one superstar and it'll put them over the hump. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And, um... God, I hate them both. I'm not going to lie to you. I hate them both. They're, they're both talented. Super. Super talented. Warriors a little more.
0: Yes. Which we'll talk about that later. Not as young, but more talented.
1: mm mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. And, um... I just hope it's a good series, um, which I do believe so. It's going to be a great one, but I'm not surprised. You know, they're they're
0: professional athletes. They're stars in their own right. Okay. Am I surprised? I'm surprised the Celtics made it because I think that they had, and we'll get into this in a a little bit, but I think they definitely had the toughest road to the finals of any team. You had to beat Katie and Kyrie, which now we understand – no chemistry, Kyrie holding out because the Vax thing really just fucked up team chemistry, Harden getting traded. Katie sprained his MCL or something again. So there was just a lot going on with the Nets this season, but we didn't know that in round one. I mean, that game one, round one, like I remember texting you out and I was mm-hmm. like, that's like one of the best round one game ones. Yeah. That might be the best like first game of the playoffs like I've ever seen. Yeah. Like round one game ones don't feel like finals. That was like a, that was like a game five. Yeah, where it was just super intense. Kyrie's getting booed on. He's doing the middle finger behind the head, which is like, come on, man. Uh, but he's like just snapping the net. KD's pulling up. He didn't have a great game in game one, but just the whole feel of it. It was a very physical game. J- uh, Jason Tatum with the layup at the end. We know how it went. But the Celtics have been on a tear this entire year. I remember you saying this, Al, probably back in April when we first did the playoff preview where you were like, the Celtics have been the hottest team for months now. Um, someone calling me? No, that was me. It's oh, that's you? Spam. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to move my phone over here. And I remember you saying that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Thanks. You said the Celtics are the hottest team. I feel like they're going to carry the momentum into the playoffs. And I was like, you know what? The Celtics have made, since Jason Tatum got drafted there, or sorry, a year beforehand, since 2017, they've made four Eastern Conference Finals. And they just won their first one. Yeah. So it was about time this team kind of put it together. Or you got to think about trading probably Jalen Brown. I wouldn't trade Jason Tatum for anything. But I would think about trading Smart and or Brown. Yeah, probably. Uh, probably Brown would be the first to go because I want to keep a guy like Marcus Smart. He's their Draymond. So he's kind of a glue guy. Jalen's more expendable. Um, but, I mean, congrats to the Celtics, I guess. You know what I did today? I watched Game 7 2010 Finals highlights again. That's what I did today. Celtics were fucking stacked that year, too. George said this to me a while back. He said, I've never seen one team eat of one title so much before in my life. They still talk about that 2008 title. You guys won a title. And congrats are in order. But, like, come on, man. And that was, like, the original super team. I mean, let's keep it a fucking bean right about now. Everyone always goes to Miami. They go to Golden State with KD. The original super team was Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, KG, Rondo, Perkins, uh, what, uh, Sam Cassell or some shit. Like, they they had a squad in 2008. So um, that was the original super team in my opinion. That's not hate as a Laker fan, but that's just, it is what it is. And the Celtics fans act like that's not the case. You guys have won one title since 1986. You've won one championship since 1986. So let that sink in. Um, Let me mute that real quick. I'm not surprised. Uh, Warriors, I've had them since the start of the playoffs. They had the most experience. They had probably the most chemistry out of all these teams, just camaraderie. Everyone's been around each other for years on end now, including the coaching staff and whatnot. Um, Not surprised, really. Celtics, uh, you know, it's cool. Uh, Surprised, not really. That's probably where I got that at. Uh, But congrats to both these teams. I mean, these teams are both, what, the number two seeds in their respective conferences. I mean, this is going to be a hell of a good series. Let's talk about this. Who had the toughest road to the finals, in your guys' opinion? The Warriors beat the MVP, back-to-back MVP, Nikola Yoker, in five games. I love calling him Yoker. Then they beat the Grizzlies, who, by the way, did beat them by, like, 50 with no jaw in Memphis in game five. That was absolutely, like, astonishing. But they beat the Grizzlies in six, and they beat Luka and the Mavs in five Celtics beat the Nets, Katie and Kyrie. They beat the defending champs, Giannis, albeit no Middleton. Then they beat the team that they have not been able to get over the hump with, the Miami Heat and Jimmy Butler in seven games. George, I'm going to throw it to you first. Who had the toughest road to the finals in your opinion?
3: I'm going to say the Boston Celtics.
0: Okay. Why?
3: They just had, um, I don't know, Nuggets were missing, Jamal Murray still, and And don't forget about Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. He's played
0: 80 games in four years.
3: And then who did they play after that? The Warriors?
0: Grizzlies. Grizzlies. No jaw. No jaw.
3: A couple games. For the last three. Was it
0: the last three? Last three.
3: Another injury. I think they would have smoked him healthy anyways. Yes. But not having to play him. Smoke him, I don't know. But they would have beat him. It makes the road easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that right there. And then the Mavericks.
2: No Tim Hardaway Jr.
3: E- easy road. <laughs> no bumps. <laughs> yeah, no bumps. No speed bumps. <laughs> but they probably would have made it out if they were fully healthy too. So, I mean, I'm going to give them that. Um, yeah, the Celtics took out some big hitters. Sweeping the – Big hitters. Sweeping the super teams crazy no matter how you slice it, like no matter how bad – Like
0: Drummond, I know Simmons didn't play, KD, Kyrie, Steve Knight, like that. that's Seth a super Curry, team. yeah. That's a super team. Seth. Seth Curry, I mean, yeah, that's a super team.
3: And then um, the Giannis, champs. yeah, who just came off of a 50-point uh, championship game.
0: Clinching game, yeah. Well, one of the best finals games we've ever seen. Miami you know.
3: Heat? Stop.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they made they the finals are- two years ago. I mean, that team is loaded. Loaded. Al, what do you think, man? Who had the toughest road? It's definitely the Celtics. I mean, George kind of hit it on right on the nose. I mean,
2: all the people they had to go through, all the teams they had to go through, They it took them two seven-game series to get there. I mean, Giannis is fucking tough as it is. I mean, granted, no Middleton, like you said, but just Giannis for seven games, even if there was no Drew Holiday either, would be a fucking dogfight. And then you play the Heat, who are one of the best defensive teams every year. They're always... They're kind of like the Spurs. They're always there. I mean, the Spurs are kind of on a down... Right now, but the Heat are always there. They're always going to fucking kick your teeth in. And it's crazy. Jimmy Butler almost fucking carried him to the finals again. Again? Yeah. Because he did that in the bubble. Yeah.
0: And I mean... While blowing Rachel Nichols back out, yeah, um, <laughs> pussy. was so pussy. Yo, I'm just gonna start saying it. Go ahead, Al. No, it's basically. I
2: mean, it's
1: <laughs> it's the Celtics. <laughs> it ain't
2: it ain't close. The war. I mean, the Warriors. They didn't. They didn't really have to go through much, especially when the Suns got knocked out. I mean, the Suns. Yeah, been their,
0: that would have been their toughest matchup. I agree. It was the Celtics. I'll give them this. It was one of the tougher roads I can remember as far as getting to the finals. I mean, what other team beat two superstars, albeit we know what happened with Kyrie, but, like, two superstars swept. Defending champs, they didn't have their second-best player, but they had Giannis uh, beat them in seven. Miami Heat, who beat you in 2020 in the bubble, who just made the finals two years ago, got one of the best coaches. They lost to the champions in the first round last year in the playoffs. Otherwise, they probably would have went as far as the Bucs did. Um, You know, a chance to get to the finals kind of thing. Team is stacked. Beat them. Warriors, you you guys are right. No Jamal Murray. No Jaw, And then, I mean, Luka, look. Luka went absolutely insane in that game seven, but the Suns were dead in the water. Chris Paul was hurt. Booker went one of 14, said, don't double team me. Um, I forgot about that clip. And when I saw that clip again, I was like, that's why I didn't like that guy. That's why I never fucking liked that guy. Like, I just don't think he wants to compete. And that is super unfair. That's probably super, super, uh, if JJ Reddick was here, he'd tell me I'm wrong, but that's just kind of cause you know, JJ Reddick is that guy. And I like JJ, but it's like, come on, man. Some of these guys don't want to fucking So these guys like getting paid guys like Harden, like getting paid. They're not there to compete. They don't care if they lose. They like getting paid. Booker. He kind of just likes getting paid. I think he just kind of likes making 50 mil a year to shoot some threes. Honestly, I mean, I don't think losing really. I mean, he goes home and fucks Kendall, and he's going to get his pay stub. I don't think Arizona taxes are too bad. Like, you know, so um, anyway, I always go off on those weird uh, spiels, but that's what makes us pod this pod. Uh, (laughs) Where where else are you going to get that? Um, Celtics have the toughest road, absolutely. And again, congrats are in order. I do think this is their toughest test yet, though. I'll say that. They had the toughest road, definitely a lot tougher than Golden State. Um, I don't know if anyone out of the West would have had a tougher road. Maybe Phoenix getting through Luka, getting through uh, – I mean, I know the Pelicans didn't have um, – uh, who was homeboy? Not Zion, but uh, who 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 was not there for the Pelicans? Was it Alvarado? Just Zion. Just Zion? It was just Zion. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Phoenix maybe could have been there if they made it, but, you know, it is what it is. This is their toughest matchup, though. His name – is Wardell, Stephen, Curry? He's the greatest shooter of all time. Mama call him Klay. I'm gonna call him knock it down. That's Clay Thompson. You got Draymond Money Green, who's no longer money, but that's okay. He's he's one of the best assistmen in the league. Like Jordan Poole's coming to his own. Like this is an absolutely stacked team. I want to ask you guys this. Where does Tatum rank in the top 10 players discussion? He's been there. He's been hanging around. It's been a year or two where we're like, is he there yet? Uh, he's got to do this. He has to beat Giannis. He's got to beat that guy, yada, yada. So now that he's done all that, now that he's in the finals, and they have a real chance at winning this finals. You know, My take is not that the Celtics will be the champions, but they have a real shot at winning this. I'm not going to act like they don't. I'm going to start with you. Where does he rank in the top 10? Is he a top 10 player? Because I have my list. So before – I remember before the playoffs, I said the reason the Celtics
2: were going to go this far is because Jason Tatum is that guy. And I said then he's a top-ten player. And I think he's catapulted himself up a little bit more in that list. I mean, I didn't make a list like you. I probably should have, but, like, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. But, um, I mean, there's not that many players I would take over him right now. I mean, obviously, Giannis. I mean, am I going to take – Steph, Steph, obviously. Jokic, or Embiid. I'm taking Tatum. Mm. I'm taking Tatum ten times out of ten. Hmm. I mean, KD. I'll take a Tatum over KD. 100%. I just saw
0: Tatum smoke his fucking boots.
2: I mean, I'll probably take... I think KD was hurt. I'll but. probably take Luka over Tatum. Yes. And then, after that, it's...
0: You're missing a few
2: names. I mean, I'm missing there. a few off, I mean, off the top of my head, but... George. <sighs> it's tough.
3: I think he's up there now. Uh, he. It feels like he wants to win,
0: yes. which is what I look mm. for
3: in a player. Where, like, we could say Devin Booker's up there, but like you said, does he want to win a ring? Or I does think he, he just wants his money. Or does he want to be uh, one of those?
0: And he wants to be a star. Yeah. And he wants to fuck the baddest chick. Yeah. Make
3: highlight reels? Uh, I, I'm a, I would be lying if I said I made a list too, uh, but I do think he's right lower tier top 10. Yeah. Like eight, nine range.
0: Best player in the game is Giannis. Second best player in the game to me is Steph Curry. I still think if he's on any team in the NBA – Especially if he goes to a team like Philly that would need one other piece, a team like Brooklyn, mm-hmm. um, I think they'd be instantly title contenders, instantly the favorites. Um, no particular order. Like I think I, I think Joel's better. I'd rather have Joel and B than Tatum. Um, and I know that health issues have been a factor and conditioning. He looked fine this year. He looked like he was in tip top shape. He was in the best shape of his life this year. He looked like he dropped maybe 10, 15 pounds. His face looked a little skinnier. Um, and Joel, I thought, deserved MVP. That's just my personal opinion. Um, let's see here. I had a list and I lost it, so now I'm just kind of looking at shit. He's, Tatum's better than KD. I'll say that much. Tatum is better than KD. Katie. KD's not there anymore. Look, I still think LeBron's better than Tatum. Like I still I know the Lakers sucked. Like I know they won 30 games and they were not who we thought they'd be and it's LeBron's fault that it was Westbrook instead of DeRozan or anyone else as far as the third star goes, but the fact of the matter is I still think LeBron at 37 gives me uh just as good of a chance to win a title. I do. I think if you literally just swap places with those teams, I would love to see LeBron versus Giannis. Giannis at this stage might get him just cuz he's, you know, LeBron's uh, in, you know Older in his career, he's been around a very long time. But I think LeBron's better than Tatum, even if it's not by much. Um, Jokic. This is interesting. He's the back-to-back MVP. Like, are we sure Tatum's better than Nikola Jokic? But the like, thing- what was the last time Tatum had, like, a 35, 12, and 11 stat line? But the thing about... That's regular for Joker. Jokic gets bounced in the first round every year. Because he has no one else. Who does he... I mean, what, Will Barton? Like, who the fuck else is there?
2: Yeah, but I mean... I don't even know if Will's there Even when he had Jamal Murray, he was getting bounced in the first round. That's
0: not true. They made the conference finals when they had Jamal Murray. Was that in the bubble? That was the bubble. Okay. Yeah, I guess guess that's true. Bubble counts.
2: Yeah, no, it does. I know the Lakers
0: won and it doesn't count to everyone else, but bubble counts. Like, that was the most even playing field in the history of the NBA. Like, they made the... They beat the Clippers. They beat a super team from 3-1 down, so... I you know what fuck it I'll take Jokic over Tatum I would if we're sitting there playing horse I'm picking Jokic over Tatum because I can get two or three other Tatum I can get Steph like, I can get my guards and I know Tatum's more of a forward but he kind of does guard stuff um, I feel like Brown you know Jalen's more so the forward for that team um, yeah I, I think I take Jokic over Tatum I'm looking at some other names uh, Jaw no Jaw hasn't done enough yet he hasn't gone far enough uh, potential is there yeah uh, Jaw could I mean his potential is through the roof but you know his ceiling may be great, just right now I don't know, especially because he got hurt in the playoffs. Um, I do think Luca's better than Tatum. Yeah. And did you guys I say you too. take Luca over Tatum? I would. Did you?
3: I would. I, yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, I wouldn't saying. take Luca over Marvin Bagley though. So I got Tatum probably. I mean, come on, man. Like, come on, man. I'd had to throw it in there. You well, set me why? Up. To
2: slam it down. That's what I have to do.
0: I did love that Luca absolutely. Just I mean I'm talking like Chainsaw Massacre like. That crowd was – go ahead. No, no, you finish your – crowd was stunned. In Phoenix. That crowd was so discombobulated. It was traumatic. I mean, it was like they were in NOM. I mean, the shit Luca was doing, laughing at them, staring them down, throwing – and he threw Cam Johnson. It's not like he didn't throw him down, but, like, he was balling, so refs ain't going to call that, Uh, knocking down the shot. I mean, the Suns were down by 40 until the last three minutes of that game, the whole game after the first quarter. Like, they stomped the Mountain Phoenix. What were you going to say, George?
3: Uh, would you take Luka, Donic or Trey Young?
0: Donic, Luka. Luka. <laughs> what the fuck, George? What did I say? Luka or Trey
3: Young? Oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone says it's fair trade. I, I don't agree think with it's, you
2: guys. I don't think it, it's super lopsided. I think no. both teams got a good player, but yes. I'm taking Luka 10 times oh, out of 10. Oh, of course. No, yeah, that's not The what Hawks I'm fucked that up. Like,
3: Trey Young's, Young's not bad. But he's not, not at all. He's not good.
0: He's as good. Luka, he's very Luka. good. He's not I mean, as good as Luka Dodgers.
2: He's made it as far as Luka has. He's not better
0: than Luka, but they both made a conference finals. That's true. I know my answer. Tatum's in my top 10, but now we're just kind of discussing players. Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Is Tatum better than Kawhi Leonard? I'm taking Tatum right now. I think I am too. Yeah, Kawhi's so up Kawhi. in the air. I, I haven't I haven't seen you. When I did, your team lost a game seven in the bubble when you are up 3-1. Neither you or your other co-star could even hit a fucking three-pointer. Like, and that was the last time we saw them. They made the conference finals last year and he was already hurt in the second round because of Jazz. We didn't see him all this year. He never says a fucking peep. You guys know how I feel as a Laker fan about Kawhi Leonard. But, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've got Tatum over Kawhi as well. So, yeah. Tatum, I think he's number seven. I think I'd go Giannis, Steph, Braun, Luka. Jimmy B? No. No, I want Tatum over Jimmy. And, I mean, we're splitting hairs. Mm-hmm. And that's actually a super good debate. But I think I want Tatum over Jimmy. Because Tatum's got more upside. Jimmy, am I, he's not on the back nine. Like, he's in his prime. He's just closer to the finish than Tatum is, in my opinion. What I want to see from Jimmy, I want to
2: see... Dude, Jimmy can get a bucket whenever he wants. But he gets so, like, just, I'm going to drop 10 points today. I want to see Jimmy, like, for a full season. Not when it matters. No, but I want to see Jimmy play like that for a full season. Obviously, you're not going to go out and drop 47 every game. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But I want to see him go out and average 26. That's a fun Jimmy Butler to watch.
3: I think he did average 26 this playoffs, didn't he?
2: But I'm saying I want to see him do it for a full season.
3: Yeah, but maybe he's saving it for playoffs, you know?
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It was crazy he played all 48 minutes of that game seven.
0: Yeah, well, he had to. I mean, what else is he supposed to do? Uh, Regular season, he averaged 21.4 points. He averaged 5.9 rebounds, 5.5 assists.
3: That's that's regular?
0: That's regular season.
3: I think he stepped up in playoff. Can you get playoff numbers?
0: I'm looking for him. Let's see. Not really showing me a lot right here. Um, Jimmy Butler stats. Playoffs. Compelling content for the pod. I'm going to blame some of the, uh, not collapse for the heat, but I'm going to blame some of that on Kyle Lowry. Oh, I think that was, a, that was a weird guy to go after for the heat, 100%. looking for like a second superstar. Um, meanwhile, I think they already had the second superstar. Like you had Bam. Bam is you so have, underutilized on that team. You drafted this guy. And like, he's on a max. You, you believed in this guy. And you're going to bring in Kyle Lowry, who is over the hill, whose best days are behind him. And, you know, Miami, we always talk about heat culture and they have that weird body fat thing where you got to be at like 7% or less. You know, D. Wade's talked about that. Shaq ad nauseum has talked about how him and Pat Riley would always argue over that um, and whatnot because Shaq had to be at a certain weight and yada, yada. Um, But Lowry, I don't know. And he's still respectable. I mean, he's still, Lowry can still ball here and there, but like you saw him wore down the same way like Chris Paul did. Like you see these guys who are 35 and older, guards, Wear down against these 23, 21, 25-year-olds like Jaw, Guys like Tatum. Guys like uh, Middleton when he's around. I mean, I'm taking fucking all those guys over Kyle Lowry. And Miami, I know they got Hero. They got Bam. um, Duncan Robinson. I feel like I'm missing a name. That's like super just like I mean, crazy. They got, they got, I mean, it's not
1: Victor crazy. Lodipo, Victor Oladipo. They got old
0: They Lodipo, Bruce, cool. P.J.
2: Tucker.
1: They have a squad.
3: Yeah, they have a squad. They had a
2: squad. Udonis Haslam. No, I said they
3: had... Oh, my bad.
2: Did he
0: even play a minute this year? No. But he's a tough respect guy. Respect to
2: him. Respect to him. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: he was there for the big three era. Like, you gotta put some respect on his name. Would you take Dragic over Kyle Lowry? I'm taking That's Kyle That's what they traded.
3: Are we sure? What'd they trade away? what they trade away? Dragic
0: looked good. Dragic looked good in that Nets series. It's just KD and Kyrie and the team had no chemistry. Yeah. And Katie, I think, it was hurt. I don't think KD sat there and, and was asked for four star games. Kevin Durant could get a bucket with the ease of anyone in the NBA history. Um, but I think he was kind of hurt. And I just think a lot of stuff was just going sideways for them. The Harden trade didn't work out that way. Ben Simmons, am I playing? Am I not? Turned out he was really hurt. Um, he had surgery like the day after the fucking season ended. So it's like you don't just undergo back surgery just to act like you're hurt. Like he was really hurt. Um, trying to get your playoff stats for you right here, George. I think this is it right here. Uh... No, this isn't. You know what, man? It, it, I'm, I'm sorry, George. I, I, I can't find of it for you. But
3: <laughs> I think you he did, he did
0: hella good. Yeah, I think he did okay. Yeah, they made the game seven of the conference finals. Um, yeah, shout out to Ish Jerky, by the way. Thank you for the garlic jerky Ish Jerky. Um, let's move on. Let's talk about this. Is Curry the second best player in the NBA, in your guys' opinion? I'll throw it to you first because Janice, we all agree, is number one. Giannis, however you want to say it. Um, who's number two? Jokic, back to back MVP. Um, Tatum,
2: uh, Braun, Luca. I mean, I think it's a toss up between probably Steph and LeBron
0: in my opinion. The thing about you still think LeBron's top three? I don't mean to cut you off, but
2: you still think he's still in that discussion. I don't think so.
0: He's not in my top three. I'm a Laker fan and I like LeBron,
2: but he's not my top three anymore. I mean, I think it's Steph personally. I think when LeBron's at his, when he's right, I think he was hurt a lot this year, but I think when he's right, he's right up there. Um, I think it's Steph though. The thing about Steph is when he doesn't I mean, you see that video of Steve Kerr talking to him. When he's shooting four of – or three of 11 or something like that, his plus minus will still be through the roof. He does so many other things besides shoot the ball that makes his team that much better. Um, which, I mean, especially now with Jordan Poole doing what he's doing. I mean, Wiggins has been super good. Amazing. And, and he's the fifth be- – he's probably the Amazing fifth option. Amazing pickup for them. He's probably their fifth option. He is their fifth option. Four. I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, Clay's been – kind of a renaissance he's looking like an old clay in the playoffs yes like he's obviously defense isn't that defense isn't where it was but shootings you don't lose your shooting touch yeah you don't lose that it just took a while to knock the rust off but i do think steph's probably the second best in the nba he's just he does so many things that don't show up in the box score i mean if you watch him when he's off the ball the dude runs like five miles during a game like he never stops moving like you have to chase him around the court yeah um so I think it's Steph. It's just he. there's so many things he brings to the table that don't show up in the box, the box score. George,
0: Steph Curry, the second-best player in the NBA to you.
3: Yeah. If not, who was? Yeah, Steph Curry. Okay. Um, he's a winner. Winning pedigree. Not bad on that. Uh, he shoots so good. And when he doesn't shoot good, like Al said.
0: Plus minus is great. He knows
3: how to get his team going, like, you know. If he's not shooting good, someone is, and that's a, a huge part of him because he gets so much attention.
0: We're hearing about that right now with, with Draymond on his podcast the other day saying that, you know, KD had a lot more opportunities than Steph in those, you know, two finals they played because Steph was getting double-teamed, and Ty Lue said, we double-teamed Steph. We were not going to double-team Kevin Durant, um, which goes to show, I think, is another case of why I think Steph Curry has had a better career than KD so far um, and probably will end up that way, especially if he gets this ring, two rings with you, two without you. Come on, man. Um But yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Steph, look, I think he's the second best player in the league. If Giannis wasn't so just like freakishly athletic and just dominant every time, like 40 points, 14 rebounds, whenever I feel like, I say Steph is still the best player in basketball. I mean, what can this guy not do? I mean, he has games where he gets 10 to 12 rebounds. He's one of the best, the most underrated passer in basketball is either LeBron and or Steph. I don't think LeBron's ever gotten enough credit. You know, it's always the guys like Rondo back in the day, uh, Chris Paul, you know, point God. Um, it's guys like that, you know, that get the 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 cachet for being best passer. Steph Curry's right there. I think that Steph, obviously greatest shooter ever. I think he's still one of the best scorers in the league. I think he's right up there. He, I mean, he can get his jersey number whenever he wants. Um, you know, I just, I was surprised he fell off so hard after that Knick game. But maybe he didn't fall off as hard as we remembered. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just cooled off because he was red hot. I mean, it was like a, it was like when they started the season twenty four and zero, the seventy three one season. He started off just on fire. It's like he had something to prove. Um, they knew Clay was coming back, and once Clay came back, I think that took him some time to adjust. I think that was a humongous adjustment that people don't really give credit for. So I don't think Steph really fell off at all at this point in the season. I think that's just who he is. He's he's a giver. He's a, he's the point guard. He's the guy that you're supposed to accommodate Clay Thompson when he comes back. You're Splash, brother. You're not supposed to be sitting there shucking up 12 threes a game. I mean, I know he got to the record. Um, that's what we wanted him to do. I, I love that it was in New York. Um, I thought he was headed for a regular season MVP. I still think he's headed for a finals MVP. We'll get to all that at the end of the episode. But yeah, I think Curry's second best player in the league. And I think that he'd be right there if Giannis wasn't just absolutely dominant. Um, anything else on this? What's a matchup to watch in your guys' opinion? What's something that you're going to be looking for? Is it going to be Steph against somebody? I think Marcus Smart personally will be put on Steph for most of the series, unless that goes awry, then he'll be on Clay, because um, I don't think Clay will be running around and moving around screens as much personally. Um, but what are you guys most excited to see? I'll start with you. I do think Smart and Curry is going to be super fun to watch. Uh, my one to
2: watch is I think I don't think Draymond's going to be guarding Tatum. I think Draymond's a little too slow to guard Tatum. Yeah. Um, I think Wiggins will be I was Tatum. gonna say it's gonna be Wiggins and I think Wiggins and Tatum is gonna be the matchup to watch I think that obviously on Wiggins side you got to slow down Jason Tatum because he's the focal point of their offense that that train goes as far as Tatum goes uh and then on the on the flip side I mean we've said it a couple different times Wiggins is the most underrated player on that team he's their fifth option but he's he was number one overall pick yeah I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a dude. He's turned into a dude in Golden State. He's accepted whatever role Steve Kerr gave him, and he's running with it. And I, I think that Wiggins is due for
0: a big series. George, what's the matchup you are wanting to watch in the finals?
3: I just want Al Horford to show up because I think if he plays good, they have a chance. And uh, he's always been lackluster when, when it matters. And um, another thing we didn't uh, touch on, I think, is uh, Gary Payton being out. Good defender. Yeah. I I honestly think the Celtics have a chance, and I hope – I kind of hope they win, but I, I'm pretty sure it's the Warriors. You know, the Warriors is just well-oiled machine. Same coach forever. Or not forever, but, you know, since they won there.
0: Since, since they won. Since they won. Since they started winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should be a good one. So you just want Al Horford to show up. You don't have a matchup you want to watch.
3: Well, who's going to guard Al Horford if, if he actually knocks down shots?
0: Is it uh Kaminka? No, it's probably going to be Draymond. Horford's big, dude. I don't
2: think... Can Draymond sit there and
3: battle with Horford?
2: I mean, Draymond can battle with... If he sits there and battles with Embiid and Joker, he can battle with Horford.
3: Height-wise, he can't. But that's what I'm saying. Is Horford going to use his height?
2: Is it a battle if I drop 40? Horford ain't dropping 40. Joker did. Yeah, Jokic is the back-to-back MVP,
0: though. Is it a matchup if I smoke your boots? Not really. I'm not saying Draymond has no chance against Al Horford. I'm not saying that. But Al Horford, he turned back the clock a little bit. I don't know if he went fucking vegan. I don't know if he does alkaline water exclusively, eats more fucking cashews and walnuts, but he looks healthier himself. He looks like he has more lift. I think he's been dunking a lot more block shots. Like he's just been in the air a lot more in the playoffs. Um I don't know, man. I'm not saying Draymond's gonna get cooked. I'm I'm not gonna say that about Draymond until like he's absolutely done, but I mean, I'm not going to say i not like Horford doesn't have a chance because Draymond Green. And Wiggins has to be on Tatum.
2: Yeah, So that might be
0: the matchup they try to exploit a little bit is Horford and Draymond. Horford can back Draymond in. I'm sorry. Draymond is 6'6", and he's 225 on a good day. Like, he is athletic. He gives you effort. He is a dog. He is not bigger than Al Horford, and I don't think he's stronger than him either. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, Matchup I'm looking forward to. I... Cannot wait for Wardell to cook the defensive player of the year because I think it's going to happen. I don't think Marcus Smart has a fucking shot in fucking God's hell, green earth, of stopping Wardell, Steph Curry in the NBA finals. I don't think he has a fucking chance. Kyrie was cooking him in round one. Kyrie's amazing game one where he had, what, 38, 41. Marcus Smart was guarding him. And Marcus deserved to be Defensive Player of the Year. We said that on, you know a few pods ago. Um, I still think that's the case. But, nah, man. Nah. I mean, if he's guarding either him or Clay, those guys are going to do what they're going to do. I, I They're not going to have a Harrison Barnes 2016 type series where they shoot 18% from the field and they just fucking totally disappear. Um, that's not going to happen. And this Celtics team, I think, is better defensively than the Warriors. That may sound crazy, but I think they to have a lot more assets. I heard a crazy
2: thing today every single starter on the Celtics earned a defensive player of the year vote.
0: When's the last time you heard that, especially in this day and age, were they playing Wardell and clay the whole year?
2: No, but I'm saying that's, that was, I just heard it and I was like, oh, that's kind of crazy.
0: This is where the hate comes out. whoop de doo whoop de doo You weren't facing them. They weren't facing them. Like them is different. Steph and clay. Like, I've seen this team make five straight finals. The Celtics, they can be as good as they want to be on defense. Dude, you guys almost blew game seven. You got demolished in game six on your home floor. I thought Miami was going to win. I thought it would be like 2012 when LeBron went and had probably his best game ever and then went back to Miami and got game seven and moved on to the finals. I thought that was going to happen again. I was like, the Celtics, they do this every time they get in the Easter Conference finals. They go to a game seven with somebody and they fucking lose. I thought Miami was going to get him again. Miami did not get him. Jimmy Butler took the, the ill-advised three, kind of, sort of, ill-advised. Um, but, nonetheless, I digress. Matchup to watch. I'm looking forward to Smart and Wardell, because I think Wardell's going to cook him. I really do. And respect to Marcus Smart. He's a great defender. But, I just, I don't know, man. It, that's ex, that's an exhausting job. You guys remember Matthew Dell of right? Curry <laughs> he, stopper. He, I mean, until he was in the fucking hospital. Yeah. After three games, that's nuts. And I don't think Steph runs as much because he's getting older. He's got to, you know, he's not 25. He can't just do whatever he wants anymore. But, I mean, this is his game. This is what he does. And he's the point guard. So, again, Steph being one of the best facilitators in basketball, is Marcus Smart really going to shut that water off too? His shooting and his passing ability, you know, that you bring up the plus minus, the Steve Kerr clip. I don't think so, man. I don't think so. And, I mean, I don't think Tatum's going to be on Curry. You need Tatum for offense. Um, Horford's not going to be there. That's a mismatch. And then who else? A uh, Jalen Brown. I mean, maybe Jalen goes on him sometimes, but I think Steph got him too. And I think they're gonna put Jalen on clay because they're going to rely on Jalen a lot on offense. The Celtics are, um, and I don't think clay will be doing a whole, he definitely will not be doing as much as Steph will be doing. Um, clay's kind of turned into like a catch and shoot kind of guy. If you watch the games, he kind of just, I'm not gonna say he just stands around because their offense is predicated on moving without the basketball, but he kind of, he stands there a lot more than he used to. That's for fucking sure. Um, Anyway, Marcus Smart, Steph Curry, that's the matchup I want to see. Are they going to match up? I think they will in game one. I think they're going to throw everything they can at them in game one. I think is going to have a good game plan. Um, Let's move on to this. If the Warriors win their fourth ring, guys, what does it mean for this organization in the Steph Curry era? This will be their fourth ring in the last seven years since 2015. They made five straight finals, took two years off when Clay was hurt, Kevin Durant left, Steph was hurt all the 1920 season basically. Looks like this is about done for them. I remember saying in 2019, after the Raptors beat the Warriors, that the Warriors, this is it. Five in a row. Katie's leaving. Klay just got hurt. I don't see them coming back here. We are in 2022. The first time they're all healthy again. They're right back in it. George, I'm going to throw to you first. What does it mean for the organization? Are Not really a matter if you're happy for them or not, but do you think it means they're one of the greatest dynasties ever? Do they got to get to six like the Bulls? Are you putting them in the conversation of you know Kobe and the Lakers? How do you feel about Steph Curry, and the Warriors' relationship?
3: Um, I think it'll legitimize their uh, their early wins where we're like, uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie are hurt, yeah. which I still believe. KD coming to join you, and you're going to just absolutely dominate the NBA, which it did. And to, for Curry to have this team back, even though he has Clay and Draymond still, I mean, Curry's the one, and I think he'll win, if he wins this one, he'll win the next one, too. Mm. I think they're back to back. Mm. I think Curry got that fuel now.
0: Why do you say that? Because what that, what fuel? Just like hey, you got the, Curry, the Kevin Durant Kennedy. fuel.
3: Yeah, Iguodala got Finals MVP. All
0: mm. that shit. Mm. All that shit. <laughs> why did everyone vote for Iguodala? Like, if we're gonna regret this years later, why did everyone vote for him for Finals MVP? Because he didn't stop LeBron. What did he stop? LeBron waxed them for six games. They're lucky Kyrie and and Love weren't there. In my opinion, they were up 2-1 with game four in Cleveland. We know how that went. But, like, nah, man. The fact that Iguodala got that, like, sorry, man. Like, Iguodala, probably a Hall of Famer. Um, he was really good in Philly. He was an all-star, played his role in Golden State. Like, respect to Andre Iguodala, but you shouldn't have been finals MVP over Steph. Like, get real. That team won 67 games because Steph Curry was the point guard. And respect to Clay and Bogan and and, and Steve Curry's first year, Steph's the glue. Um, Al, what do you think?
2: I mean, kind of branching into what George said, I think that it solidifies, like, you didn't need Kevin Durant. Steph Curry went out and did it on his own. Um, he did it once before Kevin Durant, and, I mean, now, obviously, he's, what, seven, seven, eight years older than he was the first time he won it, and then three or four years older than when he had Kevin Durant. So I think that it just solidifies the the legitness of how, how good this team was with and without Kevin Durant. Um I don't think they're up there with the Bulls. I don't think they're quite up there with with Kobe and the Lakers yet. Um, But, I mean, it's going to be one of those teams that everyone remembers for, I mean, us in in particular because this was, you know, right in our 15 to 21 years. Um, But, yeah, I mean, it's – that's basically it. It's going to solidify a lot of things for them.
0: Michael Jordan has six. Kobe has five. Brown has four. Um, Trying to think of some other guys that were like just super duper goats um, that got four rings. There's not a lot of them. There's not. And as effortless as this looks for the Warriors, it's almost like, can Curry get to six? I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, you already said he's going to get five at the end of next year. I'm kind of leaning towards I might go Warriors again next year as well. Is this going to slow down anytime soon? I mean, their rebuild was... I mean, literally, they had the same players in the middle of a rebuild. They drafted Jordan Poole, developed him well, got Wiggins in the D-low trade, um, uh, drafted Kaminga, Moody. They don't even have uh, Wiseman. Wiseman hasn't even played this year. He hasn't even played, and Wiseman looked great his first season, in my opinion. For being second overall and being a center on a team that does a lot of three-point shooting, he looked like he fit in super well. Um, I think he's only going to get better. Look at Jordan Poole. Uh, he'll, he'll be on the right track. I, I think he'll be fine. A fourth ring for let's just go the Steph scope of this. We'll put him in the top 10 ever. I mean, again, how many superstars have won four or more? Bill Russell, 11 uh, magic, five bird. Only won three like, and uh, he passed bird years ago. As far as sh- shooting clip, as far as you're the greatest shooter, I think you are better than so-and-so you're better than him and him. Like he passed bird already. So birds kind of out of here. Magic, if Steph gets a fourth ring, I think he he's right there as far as greatest point guard ever. Magic's the only other one we can put in that discussion. Um, I'm looking around. There's not a lot. There's not a lot of dudes. I got four of them, you know, with a chance to add to it. Steph will be a top 10 player after this series is over, man. Um, and if they win their fourth ring, this will be, I think, the start of a second dynasty. Because I think this is a different dynasty than the first one. Mm. You had two years off. You can't do that. 16 is different. They went to the finals. They lost. That's different. If you're right there, you can kind of be like, okay, well, they still made the World Series. It's like when the Yankees won, like, what, four and five. Like, you lose one, but, like, you got four and five. That's cool. I'm not going to say you had a dynasty. Now, if they went three in a row, like the Bulls, or three another three and four, that's different, you know, where it's like they took a couple years off, Jordan left or whatever, but then you came right back when you were full health. That would be super impressive. Um, I think Steph has a real chance, man, to – He's got a real chance to pass Bron up, which I didn't think was possible. And he's not a better passer. He's not a better overall player. Um, and I don't think he is as. And this will sound crazy. I don't think he's as clutch as LeBron is. LeBron's had a lot of clutch playoff shots, and we could talk about Ray Allen and Kyrie, and you know his, his teammates did their jobs. Kyrie. One of the greatest shots ever in Ray Allen, the clutchest thing you'll, you'll ever see. I understand, but your teammates gotta do their jobs. Okay, I'm not. Gonna, I, I'm not gonna fault LeBron because his sharp shooter hit a three. That's not. That's not how I take in basketball. Um, and I don't mean to ramble on this, but this this would be super impressive. This would be the first dynasty, like real for real dynasty since what? I mean, the Heat were not a dynasty. Uh Kobe took seven years off, or he won another title again after Shaq. That was probably the last basketball dynasty besides the Warriors. Am I, am I missing anyone? Like, I literally don't. The Spurs, maybe they won 03-05-07. They won three and five. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Warriors got three and four. Uh, they made the finals on the fifth attempt, but they didn't win. Um, this would be insane. This would be an insane legacy thing. But it's an uphill battle for this Warrior team. I think they're better, but. Let's get into this. If the Celtics won the title, is this one of the most impressive rings ever? The road it took to get there. You got to beat the Splash Brothers at full health. People are, I can't believe the Warriors or uh, the Celtics are favored, what, 84% over the Warriors according to the NBA Power Index or ESPN Power. What the fuck is that? That's Stephen A and all of them. What the fuck is the ESPN Basketball Power? Can someone tell me what's the Power Index? I think it's just their fucking... I think it's just Windhorst in them giving their takes. I mean, seriously, who else is it? They're not asking GMs. They're not asking players. They're not asking fans on the street like us. Like, I think that's just the fucking Michael Wilbon and Jalen Roses and the people that work there. Um, Which is fine, but I I think they're tripping. I got Warriors. George, I'm going to throw it to you first. If the Celtics win the title, is this one of the most impressive rings in NBA history considering the road they've had?
3: I do it's hard for me i don't know a lot of tough rings I, I don't know a lot of uh back knowledge but i do think yeah tough road here tough team yeah, uh young team i think i think it's a pretty uh pretty good feat if they win um it depends how many games seven or game five but it's up there definitely up there top five I'd think I, I could I could think of
0: smoking on top fives Stop playing Wardell's that guy.
3: Jason Tatum's that guy.
0: Jason Tatum DMing my bitch. That's cool. I don't ask if why. If Jason
3: Tatum doesn't <laughs> win after that fucking Kobe Tech shit, like it's gonna look bad. Okay,
0: that was crazy.
3: That's crazy to do. Hey, That's Jason Tatum,
0: push. look, bro. All respect to you. I wish the Lakers drafted you. Yo, you are crazy for that, and you're not watching this, but you are nuts. That's nuts. Don't do that. That's gonna come back to bite him in the ass. That because I, I, I think Golden State's winning. You can't text fucking Kobe before Game 7 of, of the Eastern, Eastern Con- Conference Finals. Of the finals, sure. You know, Game 6 of 3-2, back in Boston, whatever, sure. But come on, man. Especially if Butler hits that three. Jason telling us he texted fucking Kobe. So anyway, um, anything else? Um, Is this one of the more impressive rings for the Celtics?
3: Yes. Okay. Better than that 08 one.
0: Yeah, they were loaded. They were loaded as fuck. And they were definitely better than the Lakers. They beat him by 40 in, in game six. Yeah, that was nuts. Um, Al, what do you think? If the Celtics win the title, is this one of the more impressive rings? I mean, I think
2: so. Look who they had to go through. I mean, Kevin Durant and Kyrie, those are, those are two of the... I mean, they're both on the top 75 list, which granted is a fucking shit show. But Kevin Durant, I mean, is what, top 15 to 20 player of all time? Giannis is going to be top 15 to 10 to 15 by the time he's done. Yeah. I mean, and then you go to the Heat, which, I mean, you know, Jimmy Butler is, there's no one really on that team that is one of those top 75 players of all time or so, but just a really solid team that's coached by probably a top five coach of all time. Um, And then go to, if you go in and beat Golden State, you beat Steph Curry, who's top five, top 10. All time? He's probably top five to 10 all time. Damn. And then, I mean, Clay ain't no slouch. Top top five players of all time. He's probably closer to top 10.
0: I'm just asking.
2: But then you go... I mean, Clay, he, like I said, he ain't no slouch. Draymond... No. Draymond's... I mean, we know what Doc. Draymond is. I mean, Steve Kerr, I mean, he's... We've seen the job he's done. I mean, granted, he's been pretty fucking lucky with the team he has, but he's done a pretty damn good job. Hey, he took him to a new level.
0: His player development has been... He took him to a brand new level. Him
2: and his staff's player development in this run is one of the more underrated things about Year this Year one. Um... But yeah, I mean, I, I think from who they would have had to go through top to bottom,
0: especially if they beat the Warriors, it's it's one of the more impressive ones. I can't think of, and the Celtics weren't underdogs, but I can't think of another team that had this underrated of a run to the finals. Like, what's another team that beat the defending champs, beat Katie and Kyrie, you know, top 15, two, top 20 players, um, beat the Miami Heat, who ousted them two years beforehand in the bubble, um... I mean, it's been a long time coming for this team. You know, obviously, 2017, Isaiah Thomas' team, he got hurt. Cavs beat him in five. Uh, game seven, 2018, LeBron went into Boston, and, and you know, you know sorry. I mean, when LeBron is in that mode, I mean, it, it's, it, it's about... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, 2020, they lose in six games to the Heat, who go on to almost beat the Lakers in the finals. You know, two wins short of winning the title. And then this year, um, it's super impressive, man. If they could beat this Golden State team and they have a real shot to do it with a first year head coach, with everyone on this team being in their first finals, Al Horford, 14 years in the league, first finals. We know Tatum and Brown and Smart, their first finals. I mean, this is bread. They drafted all these guys. These teams are very similar in style, in my opinion, as well. Like, the Celtics could shoot the lights out on certain nights. Like, when it goes back to Boston for games three and four. I mean, it's going to be tough for Golden State to pull one of those games. Um, And we'll get into each individual game breakdown here in just a sec. But absolutely, this will be the most, I think, underrated road to the finals. Um, More impressive, I don't know. I'm having a tough time thinking of, I think the last time we saw a team with this tough a road, 2011 Mavericks. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, Round one, they beat, uh, not OKC. that was Western Conference Finals. I forget who they beat in round one, but they got them the fuck out of here beat the Lakers, swept the Lakers, defending champions two times, albeit we know Kobe was kind of, you know, not breaking down. He was getting a little older. Phil's last year. The team was kind of sputtering. Um, You know, Lamar, Shannon Brown, everyone was kind of losing their athleticism. Their best days were behind them. Um, But they swept defending champion Lakers, beat KD and Westbrook in five games in the Western Conference Finals, and then beat the big three, you know, down – In game two, what was that? You know, 12 points with two minutes to go, three minutes to go. Dirt goes crazy. Um, You know, after losing game one in Miami. So, yeah. I mean, this will probably be the most impressive ring since then. That's the last time I could think a team that I didn't expect and a team that kind of just came out of nowhere with one superstar. Because respectfully, I don't think Smart and Brown and them are superstars. Like, they have the Celtics have Jason Tatum. That's their superstar. Jalen Brown's not a superstar to me. Al Horford's not a superstar to me. That would probably be the most impressive ring since 2011. Um, that's as far back in revisionist history as I can go. Maybe there's some other rings out there that were more impressive. Maybe 2004 Detroit being Kobe and Shaq. I don't know the road they took there. It was way before my time. I was like four years old, but, um, yeah, Celtics. If you guys win the title, I think it's one of the more impressive rings ever. (coughs) Excuse me. Let's get down to the nitty gritty, man. (coughs) God damn. Game one predictions. I'm gonna throw it to you first. Game one is tomorrow. Putting this pot up tonight. Game one is in Golden State, Chase Center. What do you think is going to happen? We're just going to go game one, and then and then we'll go to the whole series after this. What do you think will happen in game one, and why?
2: I think game one is going to be a dogfight. I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, I got the Celtics going in and stealing game one. I think that the Warriors, I mean, they've had a pretty long layoff since the last time they played, so they might have some rust to knock off, whereas the Celtics have, I mean, what, they've had like three days off. Four days off. They maybe. played Sunday. Yeah. Okay. So three. Yeah. Okay. So three. Like three days off. Yeah. Um. I think I I I got the Celtics going in and stealing game one in, in
0: Chase Center. Okay, George. What do you think? Game one. I think the
3: Warriors are gonna give them a, a big 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 spanking. I think uh, it's gonna be a hella
0: Is a wood paddle.
3: Yeah. Like welcome <laughs> to the finals, baby. Like how your mama
0: used to do it. A big
3: belt. Curry's gonna be like, oh, first time. Say my first time. It's gonna be like a twenty point. <laughs> Damn, twenty? Yeah,
0: shit. I and, and, and almost said Oracle at Chase Center. It feels like Oracle. It's crazy because let's be real. You know they kind of priced out the real Warriors fans. Yeah, they 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 priced them out. I know you have a little grudge about that. Um, that building feels like Oracle. Like it gets as loud with all those. Fuckety fuck tech billionaires and those people just trying to look impressive and look good and get laid and all that shit. It's still just as loud in that bitch. Mm-hmm. You would never know it's the Chase Center. Like until you go outside or until you see the San Francisco on each baseline um, compared to, you know, Oakland or whatever it used to be. Um, it, it feels like it just, it's the same kind of energy. Um, so you have Warriors by 20 plus. Good God.
3: Like right around there, like the. Like, 17.
0: Dude, 20 is a lot in the finals. They're going to embarrass them. Like, when was the last time we saw a 20-point blowout in the finals? I don't know. It's been
3: years, right? I, well, the thing is, I want to have the Celtics winning this thing. But with Jason Tatum putting that, it almost feels like he doesn't have confidence in this finals. You know what I'm saying? Jason Tatum? Yeah, when he sent the Game 7 text to Kobe. I just feel like you should have made it happen and then played in the finals and not... I don't know. It just feels like. I feel like he feels complete winning that Eastern Conference Finals. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> who told you all that?
3: This is my feeling, my gut feeling.
0: Who, who gave you that? Who sent you that text message? <laughs> Imagine it, George Bone. He <laughs> got Kobe's old number. Oh my God. Um. George, I agree. The Warriors will win. It's not going to be no 20 point blowout. That's fucking crazy. Um, I'll, I'll take Golden State. By eight points, I guess. I think it will be a rather easy win. I'm going to disagree with you, Al. I think the Warriors are well-rested. I don't think that's going to hurt them whatsoever. I think they're used to playing short series, having long layoffs, because they've been whooping everyone's ass for years now. I think this is just, you know, it's game one at their building. The energy will be absolutely insane inside and outside that building. You already know outside that building, you know, like it is in in what, Deer Central or whatever in Milwaukee. It's going to be 50,000 motherfuckers out there. Um it's June. The Bay is used to winning. Like, look at the Giants. Look at the Warriors. I mean, even the Niners. Like, they hang around. The Bay Area is used to winners. Like, the Bay Area used to be, for a long time after that Niners dynasty, um, I know we're getting a little off top, but for 20, 30 years, they didn't do shit. Warriors weren't shit. Niners weren't shit. And the fucking Giants weren't shit. And Barry was doing steroids. It's different now. Like, it's a new energy. Um, I got Golden State in Game 1. Celtics, I think, will show up. They're going to look pretty lethargic in the first half, though. I think fourth quarter, they start making you know a little bit of a mark. They'll cut the lead from 15 to 6. Kerr will call a timeout with six and a half minutes to go, and the Warriors will hang in there and be fine. They'll hit a few threes, and they'll be fine for game one. Um, let's go into this, guys. Finals series predictions. You guys have been bouncing. I know who I got. I've had them. I picked the Rams at Christmas. I picked the Warriors at Easter. I think I will be 2-0 this year. That's what I think. At the year-end pod last year, I remember I said the Rams, and I think I said Steph Curry, but the Warriors will have two of the best 2022s we could think of because they'll win titles and they'll be right back up on top. Rams, we know what happened. Warriors are right here right now. George, I'm throwing it to you. You keep bouncing. Who do you got winning the finals and why? I have the Golden State Warriors and six. I thought you wanted Boston.
3: I want Boston. If, if that one went down. You're a
0: fucking Laker fan. Hmm? You're a Laker fan. You want the fucking Celtics to win. I think they have
3: a good question. team. Like They have a defensive they team. Do. They do. have an offensive scoring team. They and have not a.
0: Not better than that other team.
3: Uh, go ahead. I, I asked they you. They have I, a
0: deeper team. I feel like I always interrupt you. So you go ahead. You go ahead.
3: But I just after. I don't know. Warriors just have it. Celtics first time. It's gonna be it's gonna be the Warriors and Six.
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say it. What? I don't know who got next. <laughs> Al, what is your prediction for this series?
2: I've had the Warriors ever since the beginning of the season. I'm gonna stick with the Warriors. Um I think they're just a the better team. I, I got I, I was originally saying five, but I think five's a little disrespectful. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Warriors and Six. I do think a certain game six you know who shows up and has a big game six to close it out. Mm. And he's gonna post that story on Instagram again and it's gonna be just as good as the first time. It'll be better. Yeah, it'll be better. Because he'll be holding the the trophy in the last one. Which can we just take a second? That was might have been the greatest Instagram story of all time. No. It's up there.
0: Not of all time.
2: It's up there. You see Doja Cat
3: the other day? No.
2: Okay, let's do the greatest sports Instagram oh, story. Oh, sorry,
0: because yeah, you don't watch other stories. I, I, I don't follow Doja Cat, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> what if they give Clay the finals MVP? Just to like, fuck fucking with Clay. That's who I got one in finals MVP. <laughs> they like look over the room. Ah, who's, who's good in here?
0: Um, uh, Clay. <laughs> Stop standing right in front of Adam Silver. I'll take him. <laughs> take Draymond. Steve Kerr, finals MVP. Um, final series predictions. Mama, call him Wardell. I'm going to call him Steph. I don't know where this is all coming from as far as me all of a sudden rooting hard for the Warriors. It's because I, I fucking hate the Celtics. But it's hard to, first of all, hate on continued greatness, and it's hard to hate on something that is so fun to watch. Like the Warriors are just a good, they're a good hang. It's like that one friend that you know, maybe not toxic, but you know, they're always, I feel like I'm this friend sometimes. They always want to go drink. They always want to go smoke. They always want to go yell and scream and and debate, but they're a good hang, but you can only handle it so much. I'm well aware my friends can only handle so much of me. I'm I'm well aware you guys can only handle a, a certain plankton size. Like I'm aware. Okay. But that's what this warrior team is like. When it's on, dude, it's on. And that building's on fire and there's nothing like it. And I love watching the highlights back on YouTube with like my earphones on full blast here in the crowd, um, which is probably super unhealthy for my eardrums. I just love it. I, I think that they got the energy back. It feels like it's their year. It feels like it's kind of like revenge for the whole league. I mean, the Lakers and Bucks and the Raptors, only other teams to win the Cavs too, I guess. You know, there's been four teams that have won the finals since then. But like no dynasties. They haven't hung around. Every year after those teams make it, they lose in the first or second round of the playoffs. Um, I don't even know if the Raptors made the playoffs the year after they won the title. I think they did and lost to, like, Philly or someone. But nonetheless, man, I think Golden State's going to win. I got it in six. Game seven would be in Chase Center. But I think they're closing out on the road. Game six, Clay, he's a factor. I think we're going to get a weird Andrew Wiggins game. Maybe not game six, but game four, game five. I think it might be game four. We're gonna get that weird six, seven, three-pointer, thirty-point Andrew Wigan game where Steph's kind of off. Everyone looks pretty tired and lethargic. And it, it's a roll guy. It's always a roll guys in the finals. We brought up Matthew Delvedova a while ago. Um excuse me. 2016 on the Cavs. Kevin Love came up with the stop on came up with the stop on Steph. Um, and you had guys like Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson hitting threes, like just a weird Like, guys like past their prime, like, still hitting shots, still doing stuff for you. Um, The Raptors, Fred Van Vliet. Like, it's always guys that, like, and Lowry was great, and so was Kawhi. But it's always, like, the third or fourth best guy. Draymond's shooting isn't there anymore. I think Wiggins will be the guy, if not Poole. But Poole, he's he's a puppy dog. It's his first time, and so was Wiggins, but Wiggins is a vet. Uh, Poole, the the lights are going to be hot for Jordan Poole. Everyone else will be kind of chill. Maybe that will reflect back off him, but... Um, we're going to get a weird Wiggins game. I got Warriors in six. Let's talk about this. Finals MVP predictions. George, I'm throwing it to you first. You have the Warriors winning. You joke about Clay Steph has not won one, and we know that. Everyone knows that. Steph more than anyone knows that. Who do you have winning the finals MVP and why?
3: I think uh, Stephen Curry's going to win it. He's a good player. He's going to ball out this finals.
0: He's had a few threes before.
3: And uh, what's going to add to it is if he does it against Marcus Smart, the defensive player of the year, that's going to have to bolster more bonus points.
0: Absolutely. Bingo. Al. I well, got those MVP and why? Sorry. I got Klay Thompson. So we I all have Warriors winning it in this room. We all got Warriors. Yeah. Okay.
3: Huh. Rest assured, it's going to be a good series, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics win.
0: I'm with both.
3: Yeah. I hate yeah. both these fucking teams. They both have – one's defensive, one's offensive. Oh, I, I guess they're both kind of middle Celtics are known for their defensive prowess. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't be surprised if Celtics win, but, you know, Warriors have the advantage.
2: You have Clay Thompson.
3: I got Clay Thompson.
2: Finals I MVP. I think that – Not Steph. I think that Steph is going to kind of – I think he's going to be around 20 points every game, but I think Klay is going to also be around there. And you know – I mean, and really in all sports – Whoever has the big game when you win it, that's usually who wins finals MVP. Yeah. And game six, Clay, is going to have a huge game six. And I mean huge game six. Like 14 threes or like? I'm talking at least 35. 35? That's game six, Clay.
0: 35 is a lot. That's a lot of points. That's only like 12 threes. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because like that is realistic for them. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's super realistic. Yeah, It's nuts. What are you going to say?
3: I was like, if Klay does that record-breaking three-point shit,
0: like... What is the most three-pointers in the finals? Because Ray Allen had it, and then didn't Steph break it? Am I bugging? I think Steph's usually been pretty bad in the finals, hasn't he? I feel like he broke that record. He might have, yeah. Or Klay or someone did. Someone on that Golden State team did. Was it KD? I I don't know.
2: Because KD, didn't he have like a crazy 40-point game against the Cavs one year? I'm sure he did.
0: We know we hit the two big threes and get in the game yeah. threes back to back years, but there, it, it is a new record. It's not Ray Allen's record anymore. I forget who it is. Now someone hit like nine or 10 threes. It might've even been someone like on the fucking Lakers or something. I don't know. Or the, but I don't know. It's someone, uh, let us know in the comments cause we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, I'm gonna go Steph. I think it's a huge, it, it's a bigger hit to his legacy. If he doesn't win it, than I think we realize like, uh, that's pretty nuts. If he has four rings, Lord knows if they'll ever get back to it again. I mean, they look good, but you just never know with injuries and, and moving parts. If they win this thing and he doesn't get it again, it's like, dude, you have four rings, but you are not the best player in that series anytime. And we all know he probably should have got it in 2015, but you can only prove what you can prove, and I could prove he could always the finals MVP. Um I have stuff for this one. I think it's time. I think the NBA, the people that vote on this stuff, which are the analysts and the reporters, they know it's his time. It helped the narrative. Um, you know, this stuff, and I hate doing this to everyone, but it, it is kind of a script. The best script is Golden State in their new arena with Steph Curry still in his prime. Winning finals MVP would be a humongous lift for the league, first of all, because kids love Curry. I think this finals will be the highest rated finals since... Um, Golden State and uh, Cleveland number three. Uh, 2017 finals averaged like 26 million viewers a game because the whole season was ass and we were just waiting for the two super teams and that only ended up being five games. Um, but there's a lot of these series, the ratings haven't really been there for the NBA, especially the last couple of years. Buck Suns was cool, but it was Milwaukee and Phoenix, the bubble, all, you know, all the political stuff, COVID, the worst finals ratings ever to exist. And then Raptors Warriors, it was a Canadian team in it, so it was like Canadian ratings were through the roof, but American ship wasn't really, the viewership wasn't there here in America. Um, I think this will be the highest rated finals in a very long time, four or five years. Um, it'll be very necessary for the league, and Steph will be a huge part of that. I think he'll be all over, especially up here. I mean, we're near the, you know, two or three hours from the bay. It's going to be a big deal. There's going to be a lot of Warriors stuff getting rocked. I hope you're ready for it. See the seen a lot of Warriors gear. You hate Warrior fans? You hate him more than Barkley does. Nah. He hates him. Yeah, Barkley hates him. I think he play hates him. Yeah, he does. Better shut your mouth before I fuck your mama. (laughs) You you seen that? Who said that? (laughs) It was wild when someone threw something at him. Yeah, that's too far. I was like, I can understand him getting up there being like, all right, man. We could go back and forth and banter and whatnot, but like, don't throw shit at me. He did yeah. say that uh, San Francisco was a piece of shit city, basically. You see that clip? It kind Where, of is. It, no, it is. No, <laughs> let's not act. No, it is definitely a piece of shit city for the most part. But George and I will be there in 10 days. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys. <laughs> We're going to be at the Hilton. We're not going to see any of that shit. Um, but... Yeah, no, Barkley went off. He said, uh, what did he say? He was like, you know, it's raining here in Dallas. I wish it was raining in San Francisco and clean up all them dirty-ass streets. And, you know, Sheck was like, say it again, Chuck. He's like, say it again, Chuck. And he was like, he's like man, San Francisco is a great city, but y'all got to clean up that homelessness and that dirtiness. It's going to have to rain there at some point. <laughs> I know people love inside the NBA, and I think they should be covering the finals. But it's hard to kick off like Jalen Rose and all of them. Like they're good too. Yeah. Like, this isn't part of the rundown, but like, what do you guys think about that? Because I'm someone that I like the pregame and the postgame. I want my career to be a studio show or something like that. So I study that game personally. I study inside the NBA, how they produce it. Um, you know, yeah, first take, NBA countdown. Do you guys like the ESPN crew? I mean, do you guys like I like Mike Breen, Van Gundy, and Mark Jackson, even though Mark Jackson gets annoying at times nowadays. Um, and so does Van Gundy always talking about the refs. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up and let Mike Breen fucking talk. Because Mike Breen fucking bang, you know, like that shit is amazing. What do you guys think? You guys like the ESPN crew? I like the the broadcast crew. I, I like pre and post game, obviously.
2: I think TNT is way better. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like you said, I, I like the broadcast team.
3: George. It's all right, but I think TNT is way better. I like the uh, old heads, and just funny as fuck. It feels like uh barbershop talk. And, and then it's, it. it a choke. And it's not only like they're bullshit, they're knowledgeable. They like know the for fuck real. they're talking yeah. about. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's TNT by a fucking long
0: one. For sure, for sure. I do like Jalen, uh, Steven A. Greeny. I think that's a good crew. Michael Wilbon being there is good. Um, apparently, I guess Magic Johnson signed on to be an analyst like a year ago, and he's been on there one time. But he will be there for game one. I'm not a huge magic Johnson as an analyst guy. Like he's an icon. I don't really need to see you on TV. Like I think he's kind of above that. Like I never see Jordan talking about the finals. I never see bird talking about that. I never see LeBron talk. I never see rest in peace. I never saw Kobe come up and do a ESPN show. Like I think it's a little above magic to come and do this, but if you wants to, that's fine. I mean, his life, whatever. Um, I like the ESPN crew. TNT is definitely way better. I'll tell you this much, though. I miss Marv Albert on TNT because the best announcers now are Kevin Harlan and Reggie Miller, and I can't fucking stand Stan Van Gundy. Get him the fuck off the broadcast. Where the fuck's Greg Anthony? I would rather hear Chris Webber than Stan Van Gundy. Facts. And I don't like Chris Webber as an announcer. I think he's kind of annoying. I think he just, you know what I mean? No, like, Chris, is, yeah. Chris Weber's a little like, aye, man. Like, whatever Reggie says, he just tries to spit it, and it's like, Reggie's just a better analyst. I think he knows the game a little a little better because he's a better player. um, But nonetheless, yeah, excited for ESPN. That's all I got for basketball, guys. Um, Only an hour and 20 in. Anything else? I have one other topic if you guys don't have anything. um, What do you guys think Tom Brady's going to do? You move? know what? Thank you for bringing that up. I'll get to your question in a minute. Does anyone give a fuck about the match? What? Do you guys know what the match is? It's no. the golf thing they do every year. Like how last year it was
2: fuck,
0: <laughs> He says in the, in the middle of my point. I thought something was going on on the phone or something. Um, no, last year it was Brady and Phil Mickelson versus uh, Rogers and Bryson DeChambeau. This year it was Brady and Rogers versus Allen and Mahomes. And I think it's a thing for charity. Uh, Capital One puts it on, and it's like a golf tournament on TNT. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald and Barkley announced. Like it's a pretty cool event. Like hearing Larry Fitzgerald announce golf. I'm kind of into it. Um, I think our guy Sparrow D Dee D S as well is there. No, it's the, <laughs> hey, hey Sparrow, Dee, hey Sparrow, hey you, my man. Who Sparrow? No Jack Sparrow D Dee D S. By the way, what do you guys think about Johnny Depp winning that fucking trial?
3: Well, de- I'll well don't deserved. fucking pussy out on me either. Well earned. Women are toxic, bro. They're the worst. Who do what? I said women are toxic. They're the worst. Fuck Amber for putting hands on that boy. You say what now? <laughs> say it again, boy.
0: Al, what do you think about Johnny Depp uh winning the the trial, man? That happens today as well. It's been a big news day. How long did that take? Just a month or two. Well, so she put out the op ed in twenty eighteen. Johnny sued in twenty nineteen. COVID. They got around to it. It usually takes a couple years for court to get to it anyway, but with COVID happening, it, it delayed it. But I mean I didn't I'm not gonna lie, I didn't follow it too much. I mean I didn't either, but but I
2: mean it seems like it seemed like that was the deserving outcome in my opinion.
0: From Johnny Johnny got awarded ten million dollars, but he has to pay Amber her two million dollars. Uh, they the jury did determine that Johnny was uh, defamed by Amber; his reputation was ruined, so they gave him ten million dollars for his uh, damages and whatnot. And then Amber got two million for. Something, Look, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Johnny Depp's cool, was never the biggest fan of Pirates of the Caribbean. Him as Willy Wonka is still weird to wrap my head around because it does not seem like it's Johnny Depp being Willy Wonka. Yeah. Um, but respect to him as an actor. Uh, he was very funny during the trial. But he wowed out. Johnny wowed out. Like, I'm not going to say you're not like all these other fucking Pirates of the Caribbean fans. Like, Johnny wilded out a couple times. There was no fucking way he did not, and I'm not going to get into detail, but there's no way he didn't wild out on Amber during a fight or some shit. I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, I don't know how we got there, but that's what this podcast is for. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Johnny Depp, uh, Amber Heard, uh, that was not a good showing by you or your team. I think that's why you kind of lost the trial. I mean, you can have all the evidence in the world. You can say anything you want and that could have happened. But when your attorney's getting cooked by homegirl, like, come on, man, you can't expect to win the trial. You're getting cooked in the courtroom. Johnny's laughing at you. He's not even looking at you. That's not a good sign. Um, Here's what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> I saw a clip for it today. Um, Tyree Kale has a new podcast dropping called It Needed to Be Said. Guess what he's talking about in episode one? Patrick Mahomes? Will you guys be tuning in to episode one?
2: I might be, depending
0: on what it's about. I think it'll be more about Andy Reid and Homeboy, who's GM. I think him and Pat are fine. Um... You don't have that good of a, a chemistry with someone unless you like them a little bit. I don't think you can dislike someone and still throw fifty touchdowns in three years to them. But uh, yeah, the Chiefs' exit will be interesting. Uh, George, anything on the Tyree Kill pod? I saw this right before we walked in. I was like, "Fuck, it, I'm gonna ask these guys this question." Looking forward to the Tyree Kill pod. It needed to be said that that's a good name. I'll give him that. That is a super good name. Super good name.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I'll have you uh, send it over to me, and I'll probably listen for the whole episode.
0: You know how to work Spotify yourself? I, can do that. I don't know why I gotta send everything to you, bro. Like You I can mean, look it up, bro. Like, get off air fucking air Snapchat, air. and none of those bitches gonna fuck you or suck your second dick and go look some shit up. <laughs> okay.
3: Have you made it this far? Don't uh,
0: okay. listen to this guy. Can you let him get away with that? Yeah, they let me get away with it. Hey, one, one more time. I love the round of applause. I love these buttons, man. Round of applause, man. I love it. Hour 26, guys. Anything else? Anything we didn't hit? I mean, we got through like 15 topics. This was super good. First time in the fire room. I kind of like the vibe of this whole thing. Um, I don't really care if people out there can or can't hear us. I had a good time. I had a good time. NBA Finals. Next time you guys see us, let me go through my rundown real quick, just for the listeners. Excuse me. Um, Next time you guys hear from us, we'll probably be after the Finals are over. Uh, you might get something before that with us. I think it'll run six games, so it'll probably be like mid-June by the time I get back in here and discuss the finals. I don't want to break down every single game. There's plenty of podcasts out there that do that, and you have ESPN 24-7, you have all NBA TV. You have that stuff out there. That stuff's out there. We don't got to do that here. Um, but I do want to recap, obviously, the series once it's over. Maybe we'll do a little something before then. Um, one last thing. Post Malone's new album now. Al, 12 Carat Toothache dropping this Friday. Are you excited? It's 14 yeah. songs. Yeah two songs are already out they're both Fumundo. they're both fucking poigo amazing uh one right now with the weekend and then cooped up with roddy rich um, i'll come around to the roddy rich verse a little bit i like that song uh george anticipating post malone's album at all i mean he's, he's the best mayo music motherfucker we got
3: uh i'll check it out i'll have to youtube and um, you said he has one with the weekend
0: yeah one right now you know what i've never heard of it
3: I, In it's been out
0: since november
3: are you didn't send it over to me? Oh, wait, you know what? I have heard it. I have heard it.
0: Oh, really? It was mid.
3: What? I, and I love The weekend.
0: Nah, you crazy as shit. The shit you listen to and calling that mid? Come on now. Oh, what do you guys think about 12 Carat Toothache? The title. That's a that's a hard-ass album title. Yeah. 12 <laughs> Carat Toothache? Hey, post. Hey, you, your manager, hey, whoever came up with that name? Pumundo. <laughs> That doesn't even mean anything. George told me that word doesn't mean anything the other day. He was like, that doesn't mean anything. I was like, oh. I'm like, it sounds cool. Because fuego is fire, so I don't know what. what <laughs> Fomundo. Mundo.
3: I already told you. Uh, what, we already what, what, it about it well, what do you mean? Tell us. Mundo. Me. It's, uh, you know, the world. World. Mundo. And then from Mundo. I don't know. I almost put from. It, it, it's fa. Fomundo. Yeah, it was just some, A some shit I threw together. I don't even remember.
0: You remember? You said on the pod last year, what, like I'm booked? You said, uh, uh, Milan. Like You're like, you're like, adi- uh, adios, goodbye. Uh, <laughs> I said a lot of shit. On you said world. a lot of shit on the pod, man. Um, anyway, hour 29. Let's wrap it right here. Appreciate you guys. Anything else? That's all I got. Covered a lot of shit today. This is good. This is fun. Episode 150, again, shout out to the listeners. Thank you guys very much. And the YouTube viewership, thank you guys very much. Um, If you made it this far, thank you as always. Um, Rebel Fit, new sponsorship, 150 episodes in. Appreciate you guys very much. This is only the start. Uh, If you know me, you know I'm, I'm obsessed with this podcast. And we will get somewhere good with this thing in one day. As of right now, we're having a lot of fun. So we're going to get out of here. I'm going to let George walk over there and hit the camera same time I turn this off. If you guys made it this far, thank you for listening. Tune back in in a couple days. A big, big podcast is on the way. It'll be a big month for this podcast, and we will see you guys later. Have a great night.